Hello everyone and welcome to a brand new episode of Unwanted Answers. That's right guys, it is our first episode of 2021. Who would have thought we'd make it this far? And you know what? 2021 looks a lot like 2020. It, yeah, we hit it looks that midnight, similar. it didn't really change that much. Yeah, yeah, no, we're we're still locked down. Uh, still risk of uh, and you know I feel ripped off because like I was told I had, we don't know for sure, but I was told I had like a, maybe a good three month immunity from coronavirus. We're at that three month mark. I can get it again. Uh, I might even be at a four month mark. So I'm kind of feel ripped off. I can probably get it again. Um, so, so it's three I, to four months, right? Yeah, I think something like that. Um, I, they don't know for sure, but that's just what it said in a lot of the documentation. All right, so. I think I got a month left. Of... I'm still not vaccinated. I want to get one of those, <laughs> those, those, those vax ASAP. Oh yes. Now some people your age want different types of drugs, but you are like, no, I want this for oh, health. Yeah. I don't want to get high. If that's a side yeah. effect, I'll believe me, I'll take it. But if it's just for health, yeah. I'll take it. <laughs> Guys, yeah, I'm going to stick a needle in me whether you like it or not. It can either be a vaccine or it can be heroin. Whatever it is, it is. That, uh, honestly, uh, not with uh, hard hard needle drugs, but that has been a running, uh, that has been a joke that I've been forcing uh, since I don't really do drugs and I know people who like <laughs> smoke weed at, at the most. And I'll be like, oh, no, um, I, I don't want any of that. But if you got any of that... Uh, covid vax then hit me up i need a dealer for that <laughs> do you think like a drug dealer for the covid boy we are really getting on top of but do you think a drug <laughs> dealer for the covid vaccine would be like a classy vaccine guy like maybe some guy who looks like he came out of a lab and said uh, cheerio old folk i am a scientist and i've created the vaccine want to uh, no longer have that sore throat or shortness of breath here you go <laughs> Yeah. Just five um, easy payments of forty nine ninety nine. Yeah. Well, the the good thing is we probably won't have to get it under the table if we, you know, there's a legit vaccine. So, <laughs> uh, anyway, uh, I I I can't wait to get that. I'll talk. I'll definitely bring it up as soon as I do. But, uh, I, I almost hope you get it like you have a nurse come to your home and do it while we're recording. Yeah, that would be <laughs> that would be good for for the views. Oh, not oh even yes. necessarily a getting the views kind of uh, show here, but that except would be great. for when the doctor puts the wet cotton on your arm to you know get ready for Neil, mm -hmm. and you're like, oh, it's gonna hurt, it's gonna, hurt. I know it's gonna <laughs> yeah. hurt, I can't do yeah. it. Doc! Honestly, I get. I get a little more scared of the cotton thing because it's cold, and then it's just the anticipation. That's the that's the biggest you know moment it's of anticipation. Coming. As soon as you feel the cold, like <laughs> then you're like, oh god, I feel all the anticipation building up, and then as soon as it, the needle pricks, it's like you're like, I, I've gotten to the point of no return cotton. when I feel that wet cotton. <laughs> yeah, that is that is it's gone too far. <laughs> um. We should probably get into Unwanted Answers. <laughs> yes. Uh, a show where we find questions around the We don't the do drugs on and... this show, but sometimes you think we would. Maybe you'd make the show better, but 
Maybe that'll be yeah, the hundredth episode. Yeah, uh, the things we come up with is definitely, you'd be surprised that we were sober during it. I mean, Sometimes I, have... I listen back and I'm truly both embarrassed and yet impressed at what yeah. we say. Oh, that's embarrassed and impressed could be an alternate name or like a subtitle. Unwanted answers. <laughs> embarrassed and impressed. Oh, yes. Guarantee yeah. you'll have one of those feelings listening to this show. Yeah, yeah. And it's usually the first one. Of course. The impressed is definitely secondary because it's usually impressed at how embarrassing it is. I look forward to when Paul says he's impressed. Hasn't oh, said he's it yet, not but that. I, I he's believe a one guy. day it's coming. Paul is a withholding guy. He would not give that lightly. Um, the The only way he'd give that is just to have the satisfaction of taking it away a second later. I've never seen Paul smile. Like, I think one time I told him I had to take a week off for a funeral, and that was the only time he smiled. I said, Paul, what's going mm-hmm. on? And he said nothing. Well, actually, via phone. So maybe he just typed in the wrong emoji, but. Yeah, yeah. Because, again, we're still waiting to meet Paul, but... Yeah, yeah. I've been uh, totally I mean, been in the same room, but we ha- I haven't seen him. But he's shown me pictures of yeah. me in the room with him. Yeah, and you mentioned, you mentioned you've mentioned you never seen him smile. I, I say the same thing, but again, we've never been in the same room. It's, it's all emoji. It's uh, He sends lots of emojis that feel very threatening over text. None of them are smiles. Yes, um, a lot of them are which stone crossbones. We almost think Paul's a pirate sometimes, the way he yeah. does those all the time. And the thing that's odd is that he sends a lot of gun emojis. Yes. But the thing that's odd is, like, I thought that the only gun emojis were, like, the green one that looks fake. The squirt gun? But he gun? somehow sends, yeah, he somehow, he somehow has, I don't know if he has a jailbroken iPhone or something, he sends legit gun emojis. Oh, yes. They're, yeah. Yeah, there's bullets, too. It's kind of <laughs> There's some very R-rated Quentin Tarantino <laughs> style emojis i guess <laughs> yeah yeah uh i won't say what he actually sent but it's we'll say it's a adja- adjacent to someone holding a severed head or something it's yes that kind of stuff yeah again not literally that but i mean i asked him where do you get those because those look kind of cool he says no no they're mine that's all that matters and i say okay paul be that way yeah. But uh, speaking of Paul, every like again, every now and then I'll get these like notifications just flooding my in, in my uh, my inbox on my messages app on uh, as we're recording here. Uh, I do have to put notifications off so I don't keep getting that. But yeah, it's just floods of threats if we don't like get the show going. So we'd better get yes. started. All right. So at the beginning of this show, oh God, is it tough to do this in our pandemic lifestyle but mm-hmm. we always ask with what's been going on lately or anytime basically going back yeah. the past 27 years so i turn yeah. to you and i ask <laughs> wondering if it's possible if you could pull something out of your mind right now to yeah. so that this oh. segment isn't a total waste well what's it's been funny, going on lately it's funny that you prefaced it so much because i i mean i have something that's at least for me personally very big that's been going on lately and it happened just last night um and uh i think it's not i've never talked about this passion of mine on any of our shows before i don't believe but 
I think I need to vent this because it happens so recently. Before you say it, it, did you finally finish your Toucan Sam model you were making out of Fruit Loops? Is that what we're talking about? We weren't going to talk about that yet. Okay, I guess it's still in production. not talking about that. Let me know when you make the Tony the Tiger out of Frosted Flakes. Toucan Sam is first. I prefer Toucans (laughs) to Tigers. You know that. Yes. Okay. No, what I'm talking about is that I uh, I play. I don't know how much you know about Dungeons and Dragons, the role-playing okay. tabletop game. Is it the card one? No, it's it's one with. Uh, That's Magic: The Gathering. Yes, I would Mag- get those two messed up. Currently, yeah, it makes sense. They're owned by the same people, and they're both the nerdiest things you can do. Um, no, Dungeons and Dragons is a total like uh, like a quick for people who don't know, even though it's very in the zeitgeist right now you uh get a group of people in this case we're doing it over uh the internet it's luckily a thing that's pretty easy to do over the internet because you just are on a call um you uh have a group of people and one person is running the game and you have a loose set of rules but overall you're just kind of doing this improv exercise off of each other where the person running the game is telling a story and then each of the other players has a character that they've developed that's their own personal character that they're role playing as uh and a they're responding you created to the or story. like you're assigned to yes, the game a, uh no a character you created okay um, there are loose rules that like fit make it fit into the dungeons and dragons property so there's sort of some rules uh the most famous thing is that to see whether you pass or fail at something, you roll a 20-sided die uh, and add your character's modifiers to it and stuff. But overall, these kinds of games, they could it's usually a fantasy setting, but it could be any type of setting. It could be um, a more modern setting, a more uh, sci-fi setting. If you want, it could even be like a... You could set a Dungeons and Dragons campaign in Gotham for all. Oh, like it's, yes! Like you just could. Uh, you could find a way, but there's loose rules, and ours is kind of a high fantasy pirate sea setting kind of thing. So you're Jack and Sparrow. Been, no, not exactly. No. But it's uh, there are there are Jack Sparrow types. Uh, I was playing a a, a half elf wizard. Uh, uh, my beloved wizard, Viola, briefly. <laughs> and um, so we've been doing this campaign, and this is unusual for, like, it is rare. Uh, big D&D players will, uh, the hallowed thing is to have a group that lasts a long time. We've pro- we've done dozens of sessions, and it's la- this particular campaign has lasted over two years, and we've been meeting just about every Friday. And when the pandemic happened, we switched to uh, not in person. So every, usually every Friday, this was an exception. Last night it was a Thursday. Um, and I'm starting to regret uh, rescheduling because who knows? Maybe I wouldn't be in this position if that if I didn't <laughs> reschedule it to a Thursday. Um, which we'll get into, but this is basically, I, I've been playing this wizard character I created for over two years. It was like November, 2018. Uh, her name is Viola. She's a wizard. She's studious 
and she uh we we got all, all up to level 9 which is almost like there's like 20 you can level up up to level 20 and again like two over 2 years is a long time like nearly two and a half years is a long time to be invested in a character and develop it in a story and i say this because what a, how i it's hard to express how devastating what I'm oh, about no. to say is... Oh, no. I was going to ask if something like this could happen, it. but apparently it can. So, yes. In, in D&D, typically the way it works, you get into battles and fights that your character has to get through. As a wizard, you're casting spells and trying to deal damage to the enemies and stuff. And if you run out of HP, uh, you go down. And then you have to start making saving throws. Uh, and if you get attacked while you're down, you uh, there's a chance your character will die. And if your character dies in Dungeons & Dragons, that character is dead. They don't you, Marvel or DC it, yeah, where you can come they back. Are, they are deceased, and you have to create a new character or whatever. So just for context... Um, how are these battles decided? Is it like you say a sentence and the other person comes up with a sentence? Or are you throwing um, dice or something? People, or? people do it differently. Our campaign is pretty rules heavy, I'd say, which means that there is like we specifically we use like a website where we can uh, we, we see like a grid like as if normally you'd probably do this on a table where there'd be like some kind of board equivalent thing but again this is not inherent to D&D this is just what we do um, but on the screen there's a grid and there was like a map of like we were fighting on two boats like two ships it was like a, a pirate battle kind of thing uh so a, a wizard is kind of an odd one out in a pirate battle, but I like being a <laughs> wizard. Um, and so it was just our little icons moved around the screen. You, like, for example, I could move like six spaces on my turn and then choose one of my spells to cast. And then, for example, one of my smells, one of my smells, one of my spells <laughs> might be like, I'm casting a firebolt. So I, roll I was going to go somewhere, and it would have made Huck excited, <laughs> but I won't go there. <laughs> we might find uh, a wizard playing that. That's a great yeah. smelly spell right there. <laughs> I could probably think of something that would make things smelly, but uh, uh, I did turn someone into a bug last night. Uh, oh, there was a pirate him? leader. Uh, no, I was trying to get them out of the battle for a while. I oh, casted okay. Polymorph and turned the leader of this pirate ship into a ladybug, which I thought was really great. Uh, unfortunately, they broke out of it pretty soon, and they started attacking us again. But uh, this was truly one of the hardest battles as a party that we've ever faced. We've actually already we've we've had one party, uh, one someone in our group. Their character has died already. Um, their character's name was Mavra. I think they're a fighter, and they've had to create a new character. And uh, uh, so that's already happened. Um, Obviously, what I'm leading up to is right towards the end of the night, this huge battle was just ending. There were, like, two people left on the map. And my character goes down, good old Viola, the wizard, and a stealthy roguelike person stabs me multiple times. Multiple? And what Viola did you do? Viola briefly 
has to anger this away. person. <laughs> Multiple. Yeah. No, I don't. I think they were just trying to raid our ship or something. I guess better be safe I, than sorry. <laughs> yeah. It's just we were trying to sail the seas, and it hurt. the future is looking so bright for her. She was trying <laughs> to find a new wizard school to, to respec and become a new type of wizard. Uh, level nine, uh, things looking bright, learning all kinds of new spells, uh, getting all these new abilities, and then just cut. Just right like in her that. prime. Yeah, it was really... I was not expecting it. I was sitting there realizing, like, this is really, after all this time, the day <laughs> Viola dies, and it's from a pirate raid. You're just like, of all the ways, a pirate raid. Who I mean, there are a lot it? of pirate raids, but <laughs> the thing is that literally the last session, we literally fought a dragon. It wasn't in a dungeon. <laughs> But we <laughs> fought a dragon. You were in retrospect, you're like, God, I could have had such a great death. It's like, yeah, I know. You can Iron Man it and go out defeating Thanos, or you can yeah. go out like Wolverine and to be defeated by a tree. There's just some yeah. things. No, that's basically kind of how it felt because like we fought a we fought literally a adult dragon, which is like the quintessential thing to fight in the game, and they're really hard. And then we go out to sea after that, get raided by pirates, and it isn't even the captain of the other pirate ship who's really strong that kills me. It's just one of their, like, minions with a poison dagger. Henchmen. Yeah, I know. It's just really <laughs> cut. And I'll say almost everybody died that game. They After Viola died, they scrounged it together. The rest of my party all... Uh, finished off the rest of the pirates and set sail again, um, but without without Viola. So now I have to create a new character. So are you done then for the rest of the event that happened on Thursday? Were you done and just had to watch her? Honestly, it was right towards the end. It was truly like Viola died, 15 minutes went by, they finished the battle, and then we just kind of were like, holy crap. <laughs> we just kind of took a breath and we're like, oh. we won, but at a cost. <laughs> I know, exactly. And uh, I will say that I don't want to undercut this, but because it's a fantasy game, there are ways you can bring a character back. Do it. DC, and, uh, and, EU Superman. Yeah. Uh, so I think my party, uh, my, my good friends, would like to try and start a mission to try and bring Viola back. Because she was one of the originals. People have died and left. <laughs> there were only two originals left from the original party. Um, and now there's only one. So, so you only play one character per time, right? Yes. It's every time you're building up the same story, building the same character char character development, and then just cut short after over two years. Um, so I'm going to rejoin next Friday with a new character. Um, I, I have to, you know, over two years of developing a character, it's hard to think of like coming to the table with a new one where I don't have anything developed about them. But, uh, uh, I'm, I, I'm think I'm going to play a bard or something and, uh, it's, it's interesting to play a new character, but I, I secretly hope I can get Viola back. Oh, yes. <sighs> 
So how does this game, does it just go on forever? <laughs> does it have an ending? That's up to the, the, the dungeon master, the person running the game. Um, a, a lot of campaigns end when you reach level 20 because that's as high as you can go. Or they just end at the end of the story. Um, I don't think we're anywhere near that yet. Uh, it's kind of a... Because you could almost play a, a, a campaign of D&D &D where it's just like the plot of a movie and you work your way through it and it has a beginning, middle, and end and then you're done. And that's it for the campaign. Or you could play a, a campaign that's a series of different adventures that like after you defeat the big after you defeat the Thanos your characters continue on and then they have to defeat the next big bad guy um so it depends that's kind of what we're doing is this campaign is just going on and on and there's a new big bad guy that we have to try and beat every time but uh yeah it's it's uh it's rare that a a D, &D campaign goes on with with a nearly the same people for over two years every week like that for so long so uh i'm in a unique position of losing a beloved character after so long <laughs> it, it's too bad you don't have any like photos of you playing the game we could have done a little <laughs> tribute at the end of the episode yeah. in memory of your character and it's Actually, you playing I... <laughs> it being all excited with that song i will remember you <laughs> I honestly probably I honestly probably could whip up something like that because like again this this started before the pandemic so there are probably <laughs> pictures out there of at least the table and I even have I have I wonder if I can how quickly I can get it I have a little uh <laughs> this is going to show this is going to really cement this it's going to bring it home okay I have a little miniature of her yeah. <laughs> that I painted. You made that? Oh no, you just painted well, it. Well, there's there's a yeah, I just painted it. There's a website where you can build your D&D character and they send you a mini of it. And then I painted it. But yeah. The fitting thing is that I just realized her hand fell off that was holding her staff. <laughs> so it's kind of fitting. It's like a Star Wars ending, really. The Empire ending. Yeah. So she's dead, which is RIP. Go off into the sunset, wizard. Yeah. So that's the that's the story of Viola Briefleaf. Uh, yeah, she was only thirty. Like this episode, that's actually that's actually true. I she yes. was canonically thirty years old, almost thirty-one. And uh, no more. But I had to get that off my chest. So. Oh yes, it's good to remember. <laughs> Yeah. Maybe one. Uh, well, it's too late. She can't get her hand back now because she's dead. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> we'll uh, we'll see. Let's uh. Canonically, she didn't. She did not lose a hand, but apparently, <laughs> somewhere in the multiverse, was... there's a version that only has <laughs> yeah. one hand. Yeah. Uh. So that's sad. Um. I'm so I'm still processing that. It's like I lost a loved one. Oh so yeah, I lost a part of myself, really. <laughs> uh, so that's this. That's this segment, the tribute tribute to good old Viola the Wizard. Uh, oh, I actually, I want to say another. I want to say one more thing that is like 
I these are just coming to me because I'm like, my God, this character died and I staked this much into <laughs> my license plate is half elf. No. The race of creature that my wizard is. You got custom license plate for <laughs> the remember your wizard. To be fair, um, like it's it's been that way for a while, but now I'm thinking like, God, my character that I have my license plate named after is dead. Uh to be fair, half elf is a generic. Or does it live on in D and D license plate? That's 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 what I, I, I that's how I like to think of it. I played a half elf once and that's the tribute. <clears throat> anyway, uh, as I continue to process this, I would love to know, um, maybe you have something less tragic that's been going on in your backstory for your your character, which is you. Yes, my character, which is me. Yeah. Well, I have... Not a lot's been going on recently, but I do have... An old one I've been wanting to do for a while. And then something recently happened that made me say, you know what? I'll throw it in here now. So, for those of you who don't know, because I've, I haven't mentioned on here because I didn't want to be I didn't want people to be like, hey, remember that time you were you appeared in another podcast far more successful than this one? Yes, I do remember. <laughs> for those of you who don't know, um, during my senior year of college, I was an intern for a local radio show called The Connie and Fish Show. And recently, it was the beginning of the year, uh, the co-host, Connie, passed away. So, and it made me want to tell this uh, story I've been holding on to for a while about one of the times that happened during that internship. So, I was there uh, from I did hear about, I did want to chip in. I did hear about this, and it's very sad. I I do feel bad for um, having a long monologue about the death of my (laughs) fictional character, but... um, Oh, yes. Anyway, continue. I'd love to hear this. perspective now, doesn't it? (laughs) A little bit. Yes. So... I was there from September 2019 till March 13th, 2020, because of the shutdown and everything. So, the first time I was there, first day I was there, I remember going there, and this one girl let me into the building, who turned out we had gone, we had both taken the same class at, uh my college, a radio class together in the same class. And she said, are you Connie Fish's new intern? And I said, yes. And it's always a good sign whenever someone not related to this show says, oh, yeah, you're going to have fun with that. Because Mm -hmm. there was one time, like a first job I had somewhere, where the opposite happened. This one Mm -hmm. dude, I, I won't mention what it is, but this one dude said to me, well, like, we were working on something alone. He said, so you in school? I said, yes. Man, stay in school and get out here as fast as you can. There is no future here. And then I found out <laughs> it was his last day because he quit. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> but, but that's always a good sign. Whenever someone unrelated to this show says uh, you're going to have fun. And first time 
I met Connie and Fish. She brought me to uh, the studio they were in, and I met them. They're very friendly, and they said we're gonna have fun. That that you know the show was gonna be fun to work on, and they were right. They were not false advertising because even like watching it, seeing them, even when the microphones were off, you could tell there was work that was put in before the show, like research and all that, and then after the show, like recording promos and all that. But during that four-hour block, they were clearly having fun. And the person you heard on the radio was who Connie was when she was off the radio, when the microphone was off. So what you heard was what she was really like. And every time I saw her, she was really nice, really friendly. Normally, I would leave the studio at... um, She ended at 10. Usually, I'd leave at like 11 or 11.30... And then the trio, Connie, Fish, Steve, were always outside, and they always say goodbye, and, you know, really friendly people. And you could tell, we mentioned this with Chadwick Boseman, right? Mm -hmm. Wasn't, uh, so she found out that uh, she was sick in September, and then she passed away in January. It's kind of like the whole Chadwick Boseman thing. Not as long a lifespan as, like, people, like, hope for. But, man, when you look at what they were able to pack into those years, that's a life mm-hmm. well lived. Yeah. So, I've been holding on to this oldie buddy goodie for a while about one of the stories, because I don't have a lot of stories that I could tell, like, behind-the-scenes stories about what happened, because they were all very nice. It's not like they were. It was a crap hole, and I could. I have all these stories about man. You have no yeah, idea what tell, it was like. We tell crappy stories a lot. Yes. So, uh, that's that's often like what I just said. We tell stories that it's like this crappy thing happened, and it's kind of nod because it's kind of funny and silly. Um, so it's good. It's good to tell a good story. Yes. So. Um. There was one time, it would have had to have been one of the last times I was there, because we were in the new studio, which was really nice. I, I really liked the new studio, playing with their cool toys. So there was one day that, I guess, you know, sometimes you, you get a craving for something. You want something. And for some yeah. reason that day, Connie wanted, like, a McDonald's breakfast, which, who doesn't? That's the best thing they have there. Until yeah, the, That's true. Except for that one time they tried it all day and it didn't work out. Because <laughs> yeah, then it got I mean, disgusting. I liked that. Oh, I, I didn't. You know what? Yeah. Diff- the different times of day, the different... Because uh, I agree that the best things at McDonald's are uh, bre- the breakfast things, but when it's sitting there all day. <laughs> yeah. Yes. So, she had craving, and she even said it would be nice for a listener to bring it in or something. And then... I think it was either a phone call or a text message came in because they have a program where text messages pop up on the computer. And an audience member, a listener, said, I will bring you McDonald's. And then um, I thought this person was joking. But then it turned out, no, there was a person down there. They took everyone's order. All four people working on the show took their order and um, they got a free T-shirt out of it and brought it to the studio. And then uh, Connie paid for everyone's. 
And then I just remember thinking, man, I hope this isn't a crazy fan because we don't know if this is poisoned or anything. So I made sure that everyone else took a bite first. (laughs) And then I remember thinking, well, if it's going to happen, it's going to happen. At least it's on the air and there's evidence (laughs) about what happened. That's true. That's true. And that was a moment I saw, wow, the power of someone on the radio, a godlike power to (laughs) get an audience member to do whatever you want. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, that was probably the most interesting behind-the-scenes story from my time there. You know, I'll always be thankful to Connie, Fish, and Steve for letting me be a part of this show during that time. So, yeah, there we go. Oldie but a goodie I've been wanting to throw in there for a while. Yeah, that's a, that's a that's a really awesome story, and it's cool because uh, we're kind of doing the adjacent modern day radio thing now. So oh yes, it's cool to. Um, I never thought about before how we kind of uh, <laughs> I don't know why I've never thought of it before, <laughs> but we kind of uh, podcasting almost kind of makes sense for us because <laughs> yes. uh, we both studied uh realms of audio um, oh yes which is which is interesting so uh cool experience oh yes so all right now normally on the show we haven't done it for a while but it's 2021 it's that horrible time continued into a new Mm -hmm. year part two yes now for documentary purposes we do have our little time vault segment, which we talk yeah. about what's been going on recently. And there's been a lot that's happened since our Christmas episode. So, oh, right. Because I, I, I keep happened, forgetting that. I'm going to have to put a timer on it. Because so we don't just keep going on and on about. I know. I, I, as soon as you reminded me that the last episode was the Christmas episode, because at first I was like, what happened because i was thinking like what over the last week or two like yeah there's some big things but geez (laughs) we need to cover literally january and february 2021 yes from the beginning of from the beginning where everyone was like is it gonna be a brand new era no it's more of the same but maybe a little worse Okay, All right, let's so let's start the timer because here's it's... what we're going to do. When I say go, I'm going to start the timer, and then when timer's up, we're done. Okay. All right, here we go. And remember, we're doing this for documentary purposes, and we're also going to try to have fun with this. So okay. here we go. Timer starts now. Okay. So January 2021, everything's going good, right? We had the election. It was behind us. And then they were going to have the Electoral College because apparently it's not good enough for people just to vote on their own. We need the Electoral College to happen. And you think, all right, a bunch of nerds getting together to say, I vote for this, I vote for this. And what happened? There was a group of people outside. You'd almost think they were, and the the news coverage, you'd almost think they were there for the new Tickle Me Elmo on Black Friday. That's what it looks like. But no, it wasn't. It wasn't for Tickle Me Elmo. <laughs> it was because... Now, I'm not... Because these people, who were very sore losers, by the way, 
and decided, you know what? We're just going to go, and we're not going to accept that we lost. It's kind of sad <laughs> yeah. that like little league teams have better sportsmanships than, than yeah. these people did. But they went, and we sunk to a new low. All right. And then the, I'll, I'll read off some stuff, and then we'll let you get to what, what you have to say. <laughs> Then we had the election. I mean, not the election, the inauguration. Brand new president. This show has now had two presidential eras. It was it was great. It was nice. And because Joe Biden was now president, there was, I believe, an interview where, you know what the first thing he said to uh, former President Obama was? What? He said, I'm the boss now. And I'm going to go into that Lincoln bedroom. I don't care if you say it's haunted. I'm going to go in it. <laughs> he said, okay, Joe, if that's what you want to do. But remember, <laughs> Scooby-Doo won't be there to protect you. No, no, no. I see what you did every Halloween. I'm not falling for it this time. <laughs> and let's see what else happened. Um, uh, let's see. There was a uh, impeachment two electric boogaloo happened. Uh, this time, uh, that's it was... right. Impeachment two. It's like a sequel. Yeah. So because like, is there was an insurrection to overthrow democracy, which was cool. It was at the beginning of January, and then there was the inauguration of a new president, number forty six. Um, and it turned and uh, it. QAnon devastated because the uh, the troops didn't come in to arrest Joe Biden and all of the uh, deep state pedophiles. Wasn't there one that turned, uh, guy? That was a sham. Wasn't there one protester there, like just with a sign? Oh, yeah. There I think was I saw like, that they, in the news. They, they, and he was just yeah. like, guys, I I th- he's holding <laughs> his sign and he's like, I think it's over. I think yeah. the bell has rung. I think it's time we give yeah. up. So that doomsday cult, uh, the the date came and went to fruition, although apparently there's some real dedicated people who think there's going to be some date in March. Uh, that's doomsday cults will do what doomsday cults do. Oh, wait, Let's wait, real quick. Then. Just remembered another thing. COVID time. There's now a new mutated <clears throat> version. No, it won't turn yeah. you into a member of the X-Men. It's just yeah. apparently a, another bad version. Yeah. Luckily... So. We have the um, vaccine, so yeah. hopefully- in the, in the hell that is this era, there is a new mutation of COVID, which we are not entirely sure the effect of it. We'll have to keep, there will have to be additional new vaccines, but and vaccine rollout has been really slow, uh, so uh, that's happening. Let's see, where, where were we? Okay, because of the incitement of the insurrection to overthrow democracy from the former president, there was another impeachment trial to uh, prevent, to set a precedent and prevent you know him guy, from ever uh, running again. Yeah. He's been in multiple Batman movies. Have we right. talked about that? I, well, I don't think so. <laughs> he's been in, I heard he's in Batman Forever. I couldn't find him. He's in Batman Robin in the scene with Poison Ivy where, like, Batman and Robin are trying to lure Freeze out with that. Uh, jewel thing. We have it. Yeah. He's in The Dark Knight where he tells Joker we're not afraid of thugs. He's in The Dark Knight Rises Wayne board member meeting. He's at l- the trial of Superman and Batman versus Superman. 
And he's in an episode of Batman the Animated Series. All right, we'll go one more minute more, and then we'll have to show it right. off. There's not, there's, there's not a lot left because, uh, because of this in, in incitement, there was another impeachment trial to prevent uh, said president from ever running again and set a precedent. And uh, the House impeached them, so we have a president that is twice impeached by the House. Uh, Half the impeachments. Right. Yeah, uh, lost the popular vote in every election that he was in, uh, and uh, yeah, lost. So we bring then, uh, let's no? see, then the Senate did not uh, indict him. So two impeachments, two indictments, and uh, that brings us pretty close to where we are now. Uh, halfway Over halfway through February 2021, is there anything I'm 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 forgetting? That's All right, the... time. The only thing <laughs> is apparently something happened with NASA where they got a drone on the Mars or something, and people were excited. Oh, uh, yeah. The, there's always there's a lot of there's always a lot of Mars news going yeah. on. Uh, Let um, me know when you find life or Marvin the Martian. <laughs> oh goody! Yeah. I've been trying to find you for years. Have you found that rabbit yet? <laughs> We were so focused on the COVID news, we forgot about crap like, uh, I don't know, who cares about the stock market, but the whole stock market game stop stock thing, uh, who cares? Yeah, weird, I, I don't uh, pay attention. That's weird. Uh, hey, we said it. We said it in our- Astrology for men stuff, uh, yeah. 2019, and we said, watch out, the stock market's going to be bad. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, of course, we were- Turns out you just- Literally, but- yeah, yeah, we were a bit early. Everything's coming to fruition, but slightly not at the right time. Kind of like a doomsday cult. Yes. Uh, except the things are actually coming to fruition, I guess. Anyway, that's all. That, that's all we can talk about that for. So. Yes. Um. I I feel good that we put a timer on it just so it didn't derail. Yeah, the whole no, episode. because we're also really deep into the episode, and I almost feel like. <laughs> I mean, and, and I think I like what we've done here i think we talked yes. about some big things i liked our ketchup uh and mustard oh exactly. and but as far as our ketchup went like we got to talk about um uh, a tra- uh the tragic death of my D character uh a, a, a twinge of a you, you know like you you had a positive spin on yes. a genuinely uh, tragic thing uh, that happened, a good memory to yes. take. Yes, wanted to, to throw that out. It. I've been holding on to it for a while. I'm just like, got to find the right time. Yeah. <clears throat> and then we got yet another uh, time capsule moment to remember everything that happened. Uh, so I think that's good for episode 30, but we should at least get to... Um, I, th- I feel like if we were to only do one, we should do a question. Yes, it is called Unwanted Answers yeah. <laughs> for a reason. Yeah, so I think we should do a question. All right, so. And we can so, save a lot of the other segments for next time. Yes. All right, and right beside me, which I hope no longer has any germs because it's been down here for years. <laughs> years. Yeah. Is a coin. Our lucky penny. Now. It's 30 episodes in. You guys should know by now. But in case you are brand new to this show, you are always... I'm always picking tails. Yes. So let us not go through any shocking twists this episode. Let's not have people say, oh my god, 
they totally last Jedi Tyler this episode. He's no longer <laughs> acting like he used to. Yeah. So much for my character. Yes. Oh. <laughs> Finally. <laughs> oh, it's mine. Man. Oh, man. You, you're lucky you get the, the one question. All right. Yes. Episode 30, <clears throat> it's my time. And let's see, what one is this? Okay. <clears throat> oh, I didn't know if we get to this one, but here we go. If you hear God talking to you, does that mean you're crazy? I was at a psychiatric hospital not too long ago. I did two months there, and I had a roommate who talks to God a lot in his bed. And one time he told me God talked to him, and he was extremely excited to hear his voice. Is this crazy? Wait, who is the person? They they were referring to someone else that they heard. They were asking, talking? "Is it crazy to hear God's voice in your head?" They were in an insane asylum. Their roommate said that they heard God talking in their head. So, um, well, I, I uh, now anything I'm, I could <laughs> pretend to be a god, right? <laughs> anything. That's true. So, and I, I think. That we have to just assume that if there was something speaking to mm -hmm. some dude in an asylum, that it was an imposter. Yeah, definitely. Um, I mean, I, I tend to be one to not uh, ascribe people as crazy who are in those situations. There's, there's, there's nothing wrong with needing to go to a psychiatric hospital, but... Hearing God uh, as an actual voice, um, as it turns out, there may probably, be a lot of uh, questionable things. Probably this a hallucination. Yeah, that's a but that's a hallucination. Is it or is there an imposter in the psychiatric Pasta. hospital? Because any like you hear about all these cult leaders who who say that they are a god. I don't know. Could it be like? A magical, or like an ant or something. Not like his ant, or like a bug that snuck into the asylum. And maybe... And is whispering things? Yes, and it's whispering things. It's like Ant-Man, but reversed. It's an evil Ant-Man. Oh. I, th I think... Yeah, man-ant. Oh, yes. And the, really, <laughs> Ant-Man is in charge of the ants. But in our real reality, because this is real life, so it has to be horrible, the ant is in charge yeah. of the man. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, so. it's that. That's really a good horror story. It's man ant, and it's a, a tiny bug that whispers sweet offals into your ears uh, at night. It's just like, not uh, only is it like whispering into his ears, it's living in his ear. It is like yeah, Jiminy yeah. Cricket gone rogue. Mm -hmm. So, what could it? it it's just like, I am God, and I am speaking to you from inside your ear. I'm I'm just imagining I'm imagining a very horrific ant in case you have maybe noticed. like it has like because an ant it, it wouldn't take a lot of room in your ear for an ant to crawl in there maybe it has like a voice modulator thing to where it says hello yeah. I am God and then there's sometimes yeah. it says you will do what I say 
What was that? God, what happened oh, yeah. to your voice? voice? Oh, um, someone spilled soda onto my yeah. voice thing, and it was really he spilled yeah. it on his voice amplifier. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, and it's just uh, uh, he's just like, uh, I am God. You will do as I say, <laughs> and you are crazy, and I am not gaslighting you. <laughs> so you will find me a sugar cube. <laughs> And you will set it by your ear at this night. <laughs> what could the end game be for this ant gone rogue trying to go after this guy? Maybe the guy is sane. The ant is what put him in the asylum because he hears. No, no, that's what I'm voice. saying. I, the ant is the ant in this guy's ear is is gaslighting him into thinking he's crazy. But then he's like, "Wait, I'm not crazy. There's actually like God talking to me in my ear." Um what that is exactly this person does not know at this point yet in in the story but um i think the overall goal that man ant has is really just ant stuff it is tra- it is inside an ant's body so uh what sugary stuff um what if what led him to the asylum and maybe this is always that ant's end game like he doesn't want to he has a big plan he wants, and he's not going to let go until he gets it. Maybe he wants just this patient, whenever he gets free, to go and steal as many picnic stuff as he can. Because, yeah. you know, ants love picnics. It's their favorite yeah, they, thing. They, and he just wants the guy to run and, and, and pick up all the food from those yeah. people having picnics in yeah. the park or on the beach. And then, like, the guy will be like, it's okay, I'm taking your food. God told me he wants it. Yeah, exactly. It's like, you will throw me a picnic, and you will leave crumbs as a trail on the way to the blanket. (laughs) Oh, exactly. You will spill the lemonade. Remember, (laughs) no one will see you if you crawl under a watermelon. (laughs) And you see the guy just trying to hide under it. Yeah. And there's a there's the cop saying, "Oh, here's crazy Dan again. Oh, he's getting into something, eh?" Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, his goal is to try to get as many picnic stuff as he can. And I think it's something that's gonna last a while because how long do ants live? <laughs> that's a good question. Let's look uh, this I up. I would think not long, but they're kind of hive mind creatures, so. Okay, a black garden ant, it says, can live for 15 years. I'm pretty surprised by that. The, the, that is the an accomplishment right there. With, like, four months is more what I was expecting. Uh, but, no, if he's God, he's got to be the one who lasts for 15 years. I mean, that's <laughs> a long time to have a man ant in your ear. Exactly. I mean... How long would it be, like, if... I'm assuming something will have happened in 2020. So that's until 2035 that this dude will have this ant in his ear. Yeah. Or... Uh, unless. The guy who wrote the question, he's asking, if is this guy crazy? Because let me tell you something. He says he heard God in his ear. I think I'm starting to hear it, too. <laughs> What do I do? Oh, no. The ant has jumped ship. It's like 
What's that? You will not give me what you need. <laughs> yeah, is there like I'm a looking for someone with higher resources of sugar cubes? Oh yes. He's just going from body to body and trying to get his big score, which is that picnic. Yeah. Yeah. If one ant gets a whole picnic, that is too much power. That is <laughs> Exactly. Uh, like someone That is a super villain. One ant will go up to the god ant and say Absurd. Should we maybe try to go after like a steakhouse or something? <laughs> no, you fool! We shall go after the picnic. For the picnic yeah. has the best food one can find. <laughs> I imagine it, it, like Man Ant's dark backstory is like, in my childhood, with all the other ants, I had to share and share and share. Every time there was a picnic, I had to watch as the bigger and stronger ants fed in front of me and I only got scraps. And now, I will have an entire picnic for myself. And then one will say, So, uh, God Ant, why do you hate humans? <laughs> well, it all began when I was two. We were having a picnic. Then came Timmy with a magnifying glass. Mom and Dad had no chance. I watched them burst into flames in front of my eyes. That is why I hate humans. That is why I will ruin their picnics. And that is why they do not deserve to eat. <laughs> wow. That's a really... Imagine, like, I don't know, like the Justice League or the Avengers or someone <laughs> needing to go against Man-Ant because it, it would be so small. <laughs> like only Ant-Man could really go up against it. Yeah, I know, which is why I imagine if it was a Justice League villain instead it would be uh... Oh, you they have to have the Atom go up against it. Yeah. Ray oh, Palmer himself. Really tiny... uh... Unless of course they tried to shrink Superman, but no, that's outside yeah, I... his wheelhouse. <laughs> I... Am I am I this is a feeling, as someone who's not quite as uh, knowledgeable about the full uh, lore of both Marvel and DC, to me, if if the villain's name was Man-Ant, that would be a Marvel supervillain. If the villain's name was God-Ant, that would be a DC supervillain. So. I, although, in DC, <laughs> there's Man-Bat. Yeah, that's Kirk true. Langstrom. I just feel like... D- <laughs> I, I, I feel... Eh, I guess it's true of Marvel, too, but... Uh, D- uh, DC uh, villains and, and heroes too seem more godlike, and Marvel seems more sci-fi-like. Yes. In a way, so. <clears throat> uh, so there we go. We found out is the original question: If you're God talking to you, does that mean you're crazy? No, it means that you have an ant with a god complex living. Inside your ear. You know what really the um, man ant's arch enemy is? A Q-tip. <laughs> oh my gosh. It's kryptonite. <laughs> exactly. It's uh now you don't want to go. He's t- the one who he's the one who had the plot to put on the packages on Q-tips that you're not supposed to use it to dig your ears. Exactly. Your and ears. how did he get that? He- he went yeah. into the Q-tip CEO ear saying, This is God, the 11th commandment. Do not put Q-tips in your ear. <laughs> you will put on the package. You will send a strongly worded email to the graphic designer. 
the team lead, will put on all the packages that you cannot stick Q-tips into your ears. <laughs> you will send this message to the FDA. It's all a sinister plan. But real, yeah. in the end, I think the Q-tip will prevail. Yeah. That's our hero, really, of the of this. And that's the moral, is stick <laughs> Q-tips in your ear. Yeah, I don't care what far. the warning label says. <laughs> if there is a spot you can stick it, a Q-tip deserves to go there. Just sit on the, the silence uh, of, of that. Uh, yes. At the beginning of this, we we did talk about how uh, this show should be called Embarrassed and Impressed. Yes. I think we've proved that today. I do. I believe so. We got there. And yeah, honestly, we, there. It, we owe a lot to Manant for helping us discover it. This is, Am I wrong? This feels like the quintessential Unwanted Answers episode for episode 30. We derailed so yes. that most of the episode wasn't answers we had just stories we um l- let's see we had the, our advice to is, is, hearing someone hearing things is there's a god ant living in your ear telling you what to do uh and we had a moral uh of course like it, don't listen to those warning labels in your ear, up your nose, down your throat. Yeah, and around the corner. Exactly. Uh, <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, that's what how they do the COVID test, right? Basically a giant Q-tip. <laughs> yeah, the, yeah, basically. We learned a lot in this episode. Almost too much. Yes. Uh, You're not crazy. You just may want to grab a Q-tip. Yeah, you're not crazy. You just have a god ant in your ear that's telling you to bring you a picnic so it can achieve full rain. Yes, and avenge its parents. And that's the moral. God, and wouldn't it be horrible lesson. if he's trying to build a giant magnifying glass in revenge <laughs> over what Timmy did to yeah. his parents? Yeah. That's where the ant uh, says... Boss, I think we went too far. We just want it just start with a picnic. No, now they shall see. They will suffer with a magnifying glass. Yeah, that that's the answer. Until really you is. hear like a certain theme, dun 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 dun, and then there's a Q-tip that flies <laughs> into the ear and it says, "God ant, would you care to step outside?" <laughs> wow, and this is a uh, this is a good idea for a sponsor we should really talk to the ceo of q-tip actually exactly i have an idea for how we can we just have an idea for how we can get i promise you we sold at least one more box because of this that's true man that would be awesome yeah so many uh i won't name the like so many podcasts get like the same but you hear the same sponsors on so many podcasts yes i don't want any of those i want q-tip q-tips exactly Brand you can trust. I guess. Again, um, we're not sponsored by them, but we'll take whatever we can get. Yeah, we again, we have a budget of only one penny. Exactly. And uh, that brings us home. So with that, with those, with those answers uh, that I know no one particularly asked for themselves. Um, no. 
Well, one person did ask, but th- this is not the answer yeah. they want. They just wanted a simple yes they or did. no. I yeah, don't know they if I ask feel, from us. I didn't know. I don't know if this person feels more or less uncomfortable finding out about the God Ant. <laughs> Sorry for breaking <laughs> the news to you. I guess. They're just like, I thought I could take some pills and it'd be done. You're telling me there is a monster living inside my ear. Yeah, uh, a cryptid as it were. So, how how about we call it then? How th- I thanks think for we listening got to our it. answer. Yeah. Uh, as always, with that beautiful answer, there's only one answer for you today, but I hope you take it with you and really digest it. So, I know, who'd have thought... Uh, when we started this show nearly four years ago, episode 30, one answer. <laughs> yeah, I remember in like the first episode, I remember being like, so what, do we, do we like answer it like for real? I don't know what to do here. And then now it's, now it's, there's a god ant living in your ear. And we've come full circle. I love it. I love what we've evolved yeah, into. Yeah, it's beautiful. Episode 30. And we know you didn't ask for episode 30. But there it was. Mm-hmm.